Tasted. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit on down with the unbougie food aid. When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit on down with the unbougie food aid. Twin Cities. This is Wesley Wright, your Ambuji foodie. Yes, yes, we are on the radio with you this morning. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, those of you that are grabbing your cup of coffee and just sitting down with me this morning. Nice little sweet conversation <laughs> this morning. Uh, today, this episode. Uh, so uh, let me first give you the telephone number, how to get in contact with me here at the radio station on the show, which is 651-200-3479. Once again, that is 651-200-3479. Uh, know that you could listen to the show uh, in the St. Paul neighborhood uh, by tuning your radio to 104.7 FM WEQY LP St. Paul. But also if you are maybe on your mobile device, uh, downloading the TuneIn app or going to www.tunein.com and then searching for WEQY, you'll be able to find us as well and listen to the show. So make sure you're streaming the show that way or <laughs> through your radio. Uh, definitely, uh, I want to invite you to uh, follow me on my um, social media. Facebook is the Unbuji Foodie. Uh, Instagram is the underscore Unbuji Foodie and Twitter is at Unbuji Foodie. Um, yeah. So again, I just got to say thank you all so much on a weekly basis. I appreciate either the comments, um, you know, folks just kind of tuning in, um, you know, leaving a like, uh, share, uh, about the show or about the topic. So that's greatly appreciated. And I want to let you know, uh, let you all know that, um, it's, it's definitely something that I appreciate. Uh, remember the show is, for you, for the community, it is a community radio station, but specifically the show itself is food driven and it is specifically about the communities that we live in. So uh, I, because it's Black History Month, um, yeah, I want to focus more on things, you know, foods that are me- meaningful for black folks. And I say that. Uh, very sincerely, but um, there is there's another comment that I want to make about that because I, I gotta ask. I'm just gonna put out there, and maybe it's just a question that maybe someone else could probably share their thoughts and viewpoints on. But when you are African um, Latino or Afri- Afro Caribbean person. Do you are you close 
to how active are you in Black History Month or whatever? I mean, because there's also Hispanic Heritage Month as well. Um, but I mean, you, you're African American. I mean, you're a mixed individual, but you're black. Definitely don't want to just leave you out and say, okay, well, Afro-Caribbean, Afro-Latino folks don't really have a month where they celebrate. That's just my thought process because I don't know I was just curious about that and would love to hear your viewpoint. And it, it's, I'm relating that because I'm going to be sharing, um, about pound cake today. And there is a business within the twin cities that, if you're Caribbean, you know about rum cakes. And specifically, um, I'll talk more about it, but you know, because I've had it uh, and it was delicious and I really like the way that they make it. But sit, um, I'll say it the way that there's so many ways it could be said. Um, Cecil Neal's um, rum cakes. And it could be Cecil Neal's rum cakes as well. But uh Yeah. Very awesome business, if you would. They make rum cakes. I mean, if you've never had it, I really think that you need to kind of like go on on the website or go on their Facebook page and just check it out. But again, the reason why I say that or why I mention them is because um, the business owner, if you would, is a part of the Caribbean culture or Afro-Caribbean culture. Or, or community, community. Let me let me correct myself on that. African community, Afro community, Afro Caribbean culture. Wow. Um, but it's a pound cake. It, it it is a pound cake. It really is. But it's just the way that Caribbeans do. You know what you might call just a specific pound cake or, or whatever. I mean, but even in the South, there's like Seven Up cake. There's Sakatumi cake. There's so many different type of pound cakes (laughs) but that's that's really our topic today that really is our topic you you, if you've never really thought about pound cake what type of status does it have in black households what when you go to a a a party uh african-american or just a black party a black house household or, or whatnot a lot of times what you will see, whether it be at a party or maybe even, you know, sometimes the mom or, or the family would, there's a nice pretty cake plate, maybe Prince's house, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that there will be a cake in there. Oftentimes it will be a pound cake, some type of very dense, wonderful cake. And it can be made in so many different ways because, you know, there's there's those that are nice and moist uh others that are a bit more on the that tastes really good with milk but it may require some milk you never know but uh, you are going to find some household that has it so it's not even a question of well do do black people still really do pound cakes or or you know it's it's a thing and I, and I don't want to make it, when I say it, it's a thing. It is something that is very meaningful, meaningful within the African-American com- community. Um, 
And it's it's funny because there's an article that talks about uh, that same subject or very similar subject, even though oftentimes you probably will find it more when you're going to a repass. Um, but it's that's that's another a whole nother feeling or, or reasoning behind that as well. But the article it was uh, in January, uh, and it was mentioned that it was entitled "Pound Cake Has Heavenly Status in Black Households, But Roots of Affection Remain Obscured." Uh, and one of the first things that they mentioned that pound cake is an ubiquitous and ever-present as a deck of playing cards, especially if you're playing spades. But you can't. It's not. It's not that you're just going to always see see uh, pound cake all the time. Uh, it's not that you're you're going to see that in every household, you know, definitely a funeral, baby shower, possibly uh, what a wedding after Sunday or post Sunday dinner. Those are the time. Those are the times that you're actually going to you know definitely see them. But again, wh- how? What's what's the meaning? What is behind it? What is the reason why it is such an important um, piece of African American culture or the Black community? Well, one of the things is back in colonial days. Uh, that was one of the main desserts, if you would, uh, in colonial kitchens, and it was from enslaved enslaved Africans. You know, they would think of so many different things, uh, of course, to to make or to feed a family or the family that they were enslaved to. Uh, But they also wanted to have things that were going to be hearty. And it's interesting that the article goes on to say, you know, exactly what I was talking about. You know, there's seven up cake, there's pound cake, all these different types, but you really never really understood what is the connection between black people. Uh, and in this case, you know, slavery and pound cake, uh, it can make one feel really uncomfortable because of it. But again, as I mentioned, there were reasons or purposes, purposes, why these certain things were were prepared and in this case it was later on what was available the ingredients that were available and giving more of a description of that it was said the saying unlike any other cakes that have a lot of other ingredients and just a, a myriad of steps you know a pound cake was just relatively easy I mean, even without any type of written recipe, and that's where the name came from, really, is that it was a pound of this and a pound of that. And again, that's where pound cake came from. I mean, again, there are different variations to that, um, you know, because of, you know, folks trying to be different and wanting something new. Uh, But clearly... It was uh, an important part of the community, uh, and there were a number of connections that Black people have early on. 
I believe it mentioned that what it started, uh, let me see, in 1896, that seemed a very far away time period. Uh, yeah, that even then there were ver- versions of pound cake that were actually me- uh, mentioned or uh, discussed or created, I should say. But clearly this was, uh, this is a, a dessert that is very common for our community. And one of the, I'll say stories or information that we found out um quite some time ago if you recall maybe on a show uh i'd say a, a year ago or maybe a couple of years ago where it was the green book we were uh i had um let me see chef lachelle cunningham i'm sorry not um miss Danae wills and uh another food uh, very food uh forward uh entrepreneur um nicole pacini joined me on the show to talk about an event that was going to be had at um uh, breaking bread uh, and that was specific to the green book and if you're familiar with the green book not just the movie i'm talking about an actual book that uh an actual book that al- allowed you to oh sorry an actual book that allowed you to tra- black folks to travel f- across the united states from one town to another uh, identifying black businesses or businesses that were accepting or that accepted African Americans within their either a hotel, a restaurant, uh, pharmacies, gas stations. I mean, it was very extensive. But the food along the way, uh, sometimes there were many, many miles in between one place to another. And so the different types of foods that were actually made, you know, were ones that needed to last a longer time period. And the, what we discussed, you know, at that time period, it was, of course, fried chicken. Um, and again, that's not being stereotypical about that, but it was just being realistic. Certain things, you know, had to last a long time period and they were able to be made in a large portions, if you would. Um because you have what a family of let's just say a family of four um husband and wife two kids and they're driving across you know the country or you know from one town to another that might be 200 miles a mile whatever and they wanted to make sure that they didn't have to stop anywhere and of course uh if you know children get hungry if anybody gets hungry all you have to do is simply grab in that whether it be a basket um a bag that was available uh, of chicken uh, of food and so chicken was definitely one of them there was cornbread well uh, I'll take that back yes it was cornbread but also there were other items but clearly I'm coming down to a dessert which is the pound cake and so um, and so clearly here you can find that it was important to have this being a topic for conversation. So again, I'm, I'm leaving it open for you all, um, for the community to give a call or a shout out um, to maybe a business that you know that maybe does pound cake or just join the conversation talking about pound cake and how important it is 
to the African-American community. Um, that about um, Cecil Neal's pound cake or rum cake, excuse me, let me get that correct. Correction. Cecil Neal's rum cakes. Yeah. Uh, so many different types that are available. You again, you really have to go to the to their their page to actually see it. And clearly, and I'm just gonna name a few. They're very very good. And I'm not just saying that. It's because I've had it. So it it brought me back to. Gosh, you know, and be perfectly honest, I tried to make pound cakes or, or, you know, a bun cake basically at home. Pound cake, but in bun shaped. But they have the flavors of red velvet, pineapple, coconut, uh, French vanilla, chocolate, lemon. Or they are willing to, you know, do a custom design, uh, you know, flavor for you specifically. You just have to go to their web, to their, uh, their Facebook page. And take a look and take a a gander at uh, what they offer and you'll see it. And interestingly enough, they also do dairy free. So if you're you're wondering, you know, can it be gluten free? Can it be dairy free? Um, Again, just, you know, visit their Facebook page. They have an area where you're able to actually place an order. I think it's a link that you have to click. Um, but again, it's an order form and you just fill out your information. And um, she's, they're within the community. I mean, they're in the St. Paul neighborhood. So, yeah, huge shout out to them. But yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking on one of them right now and they're showing up. What? Well, that was back in the day. But they have a number of them that are available. So I would I would encourage you to check them out. They do it for the holidays. I'm quite sure that they're probably busy right now. But again, um, yeah, uh, pound cake. And the interesting thing is this has been a conversation, I guess, that has been going around for a time. And it's not it's not just again based upon the different types of of, of pound cakes or the different variations it literally is what type of how it sometimes influences people uh, in their cooking and uh, in the kitchen Uh, when we think of the actual simplicity of having you know, these specific ingredients and as I said, a pound of this, a pound of that, you know, for something to taste really, really good, does it, it doesn't always have to have a, a multitude of uh, ingredients. Clearly, some folks will say, you know, I will choose a pound cake over a, a, a you know, a, a box cake or, or something because, there's just a way that pound cake turns out. I mean, that nice golden crust on the outside. Uh, and again, the variance, the variance of, of, uh, of densities with some, you know, if you're adding a bit more 
uh, if you're doing more heavy cream or you're adding more butter um, or how you're you know using the eggs uh, it varies and the different types it takes people it always takes people back to how their their grandmother would uh, have done it how their their mom taught them how to or showed them how to but again it's always in that remembrance of okay this is how it was done way back in 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 the day and as i mentioned about the green book uh, it was during the time of jim crow segregation was such a huge was in the in the forefront of you know black people's lives so as i was mentioning that dining while you're going from one city to another there was no real dining in just wide uh, widely available restaurants that black people could go to so it wasn't reliable that you it would be a safe option for some so they had to prepare things for that long for a long journey or for a long uh trip uh you could carry a slice of 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 pound cake in your pocket and uh, it won't fall apart i mean it's again it's not like a regular like box cake clearly even right now you go to any if you go to any restaurant that has or that is offering maybe some version of of a pound cake whether it be seven up cake or saka to me or something a lot of times it is wrapped in maybe cellophane well maybe not cellophane but uh plastic wrap if you would definitely to keep it at times uh, moist um but definitely to keep it together too you know it's not like it is going to really fall apart but clearly you know they want to try to keep that moisture in and, and you know they had to they can't just simply have the the cake out you know they want to make sure that it's wrapped up and it's it's going to last for whatever if you're walking from a friend's house or you giving your kids at, at that time something you know sweet to eat uh you know in their lunchbox or their lunch pail yeah and it's it's one of the foundations of southern cooking but that's again where i come in with that question you know with rum cakes or just you know for caribbean folks any type of cakes really but specifically those that are rum cakes or what we would refer to as some type of rum cake or pound cake um where does that where's the correlation (laughs) where how does that what do you what is your thoughts on that what are your thoughts uh you know do you have that same connection uh, when it comes down to a rum cake or a pound cake i keep referring to a rum cake because that is you know just kind of the connected dessert that i'm referring to sorry but do you understand do you, i hope you under that makes sense or that it makes sense for for everyone but specifically you know because it's black history month I, i'm reaching out to 
anyone in the community, but specifically African-American, Afro-Latino, Afro-Caribbean. Uh, I'd love to hear your viewpoint. And it doesn't, if you'd like to call right now, you can. Please feel free. You know, the telephone number, once again, is 651-200-3479. Uh, you know, definitely the phone lines are open. Um, But what is, what's its import to you? What, where does it take you? Does it speak to you in a manner of just, okay, this was just something that my, my parents cooked or, you know, is it, does it have a, a greater meaning, uh, you know, historically, culturally? But see that again, that leads me to another article because here's there's a company, I believe, another company that is they're doing black cake. And we've had I've had black cake before. I enjoyed it. Um it's it's really it's made of dark rum or that a golden amber colored rum, but it could be done in so many different ways. So many people, but clearly there is a company by the name of black cake company. They are, how would I say? You would really only find these really from, or folks that are Caribbean or Afro-Caribbean that know it. It's a fruit cake, but it's a pound cake that's been kind of like converted, if you would. I mean, they're doing that from out of New York City or out of the state of New York, Brooklyn specifically. Brooklyn based is where they're located. And again, they're black, the black cake company, but they're, they're doing a number of stuff. But specifically, this is what they do it's traditional in a Caribbean culture if you would to make this type of cake very similar like I said to a pound cake but this is more of a fruit cake and it has of course rum in it that's a standard that is a standard but where where is the connection you know, is it uh, still again because of the Afro Caribbean, I'll say diaspora? You know, because remember, um, slaves that are taken from Africa were not just dropped off at, you know, in the United States. There were other ports or other uh, con- countries that you know slaves were taken to uh, Trinidad. Well, all any of the Caribbean um, islands and, and themselves; those were first, if you want to say, first stops, possibly before continuing on onto the United States or to other areas of the world. So bringing their their 
cultural baking ideas, ingredients, and using what they found in uh, maybe a new land, uh, a new country. Of course, they're going to try to find ways that are going to allow them to survive. And what better way than, you know, creating something that, you know, from your culture. And know that it's going to be good. Others are definitely going to like it. It's going to take them back to, gosh, I remember when my mom would make this or. Yeah. Yeah. Or I remember from this back home. Years ago, you know, that was part of my story. Um, And I'm quite sure that there are many others that have a very similar story, too, that, you know, year after year, there would be some type of rum cake that would be made. And some relatives will make rum cake a little bit better than others. Um, But it was as extensive as it is for, I'll say, folks that, you know, do any type of like baking, like in the month of December. It very much the same thing. But I think, too, I've had it during the time periods of. I'll say um, September is a month of independence for Belize. So oftentimes there will be maybe certain restaurants or again, certain relatives that are making, Hey, I'm going to make rum cake for just, you know, because it's the month of September, you know, oftentimes it's time when folks want to enjoy themselves a whole lot more. Yeah, that's part of that's part of what I'm used to. I'm quite sure that there are others, too, and I would love to hear your viewpoints on that. But clearly, you know, rum cakes, pound cakes. uh, Yeah, definitely a topic that is is quite interesting. And it, it takes you back to, you know, why it is so important. What what is the what's the reasoning for it? And it's funny because, well, not funny, uh, use that very loosely, but it's not just found in maybe like a store. You can find that in just about any business sometimes, you know, and I think also that speaks to how the importance uh, it is to black, to the black community, uh, African-American community. I mean, you could go possibly into barbershops or into salons. I see that. I can't say that I've gone into any salons, really. Hello, if you know me, I I don't really have any hair on my head. (laughs) But uh, really to even go into a barbershop and see that. But in the past, younger, much younger, definitely there were a number of things that were sold in a salon or a barbershop and it could be someone that's coming in and 
this is if you know the show or you know the movie or whatever, you know, some folks selling cornbread and <laughs> um I'm not even going to say it cuz it's bad. But <laughs> just think of um barbershop uh beauty shop those type of movies, you know, the type of things that folks would come in and possibly sell um, to individuals that are waiting and folks will probably have to run them out. Uh, food, on the other hand, is a totally different story. I mean, there's a huge difference between saying, okay, well, I got some got some DVDs for you. I got the movies. I got, you know, I got that new such and such available for you on DVD. But let it be food. I got... I don't know. I got ribs. I got that. I got some you know, jerk fried chicken. I got this or I got that, you know, coming into the barbershop and you're like, dude, you can't sell that. Or I'm sorry, but you can't sell that in here or whatever. You go outside on the, on the sidewalk and if folks want to go up there and you know, get that. Then, then you can. But I, pound cake is definitely one of them. I'm sorry. I'm bringing back the story together pound cake is definitely one of them where you can find it you know just about anywhere just about anywhere and it's interesting that uh, you know it folks really they're probably just not understanding they're just thinking of it as just a oh it's just the dessert it tastes really good uh but it's it's it really is a, a food that celebrates black culture. You know, when people black people are actually having this, and I use black people very specific, but still inclusive of my Afro Latino or Afro Caribbean um, uh, community and family. That when we're having it, it it always seems to be some type of joyous occasion. most of the time because uh, from the offset I mentioned that it you know you would see it at a funeral uh, you know but at the repast but many times it's graduations weddings Sunday dinners um, anything that you know you could black folks could celebrate something there's going to be a pound cake there there's going to be a pound cake and with Caribbean folks, it's going to be a rum cake or some version of of a pound cake that really tastes like a rum cake. And that's the importance, you know. It's there's connection that's that's all encompassing. There's the the types of stories, what it actually means for uh, a person, why are they doing it, and and interesting I've always wanted to find out and I still want to find out the different types of things that or uh, foods that are prepared for certain occasions weddings, graduations baby showers so forth and not just in the black community or African American culture but in every culture so that's that's kind of one, you know, because it's African American, I mean, uh, Black History Month, we're talking about this. 
but today me specifically talking about pound cake here are the different uh, celebratory moments when you're actually going to see or know that there is a pound cake that is going to be there at that event but you, are you are you curious possibly about maybe what is in a pound cake I mean yeah you could definitely go online and you know check out you know what the various types of pound cakes uh, you know recipe pound cakes some of them are really uh, I'd say simple Um, but yeah I mean uh, I, I, we're, we're going to talk about that in a moment but again the it's funny you could go to something like recipes.com or delishcravings.com um, food and family uh, just a variety you just go out there and type recipe for pound cake uh, but you'll learn that it's important not to do it where you know things are cold Things have to be left out um, room temperature. And again, clearly, uh, that's what makes the difference at times with things that are prepared. You could tell the difference when an ingredient, when you're using an ingredient that is cold uh, versus when it's room temperature. There's one easier mixture mixture of maybe cake batter uh, or the ingredients melt together so much better when it's room temperature versus when, you know, it's it's you know it may, might require, you know, butter, for instance, that doesn't necessarily have to be like melted or even room temperature. Some, I think, sugar cookies sometimes, or there's another dessert that I can, can't come to mind where you're just gonna kind of crumble it. Uh, well, there's not really a way to crumble butter, but um, sometimes little pats are just used within it because there's a certain type of consistency. Well, you'll find, yeah, ooh. interesting. Ooh. There's a number of different recipes that can be found. Oh man. that you can possibly go to and uh, find a specific recipe uh, that of that pound cake. So here's a simple, here's a simple one. As I mentioned, all of these things have to be room temperature. So the butter, and that's important too, not margarine. <laughs> that's a whole nother, a whole other topic, but clearly this is butter. So those that are trying to Say I'm I'm going to stay away from, you know, I I can't have butter, I can't have that or whatever. It's like okay, this is not the recipe for you. <laughs> this is not the thing for you. <laughs> but butter, cake flour, milk, salt, vegetable oil, vanilla extract, and 
again, another topic of something not to be confused with you want the real stuff or you want the imitation. (laughs) They're saying use the real stuff. Pure vanilla extract. Not imitation. I think many bakers or individuals that are out uh, will know the difference and understand. And then, of course, eggs. There's uh, lemon, almond, or orange extract, depending upon what flavor you want to actually highlight, you know, in, especially when it's baking or when you bite into it. Um, there's that essence of that aroma. And, you know, the flavor too, but gosh, when you smell it or when you cut that cake and or it's baking, it's in the oven. Yeah. But this one was saying you mix all of that together, 325 degrees for about 45 minutes. Yeah. Not, uh, it, it won't last. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And, and not that I'm going to go home and go do this, but clearly I have, I've tried it. I remember I tried it and I posted it online. It didn't turn out the way that I really like it to the first time. The second time, however, I think I, I kind of got a groove on doing the pound cake. And uh, I don't know. Hopefully, I'll do it again. I'm just not trying to do it right now because... Yeah, trying to be better now because it's just two of us. I mean, yeah, I could probably share, you know, because you you don't do a little small thing a pound cake. I mean, I guess you could maybe what, but with all that ingredients and everything like that, you're, that's a nice cake size cake that you're making. But following those instructions, you're supposed to have a really light crunch on the top of the pound cake. Not supposed to have any type of, you know, streaks within it, or that are going to cause um, like spaces uh, or air pockets or, or whatnot. It should just be a, a good solid cake throughout, firm, moist, moist. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, uh, make it how you'd like. There, again, are so many different ways that you're able to do uh, your pound cakes. Uh, And if there's really, aside from, I haven't had, okay, aside from my own, I'm not saying that I was spectacular, but um, Cecil Neal's rum cakes, the uh, owners, bakers of those cakes do a very fine job. I'm like, yeah, I could sit there and keep slicing that cake. I, I wonder if they would actually do smaller. I think they do smaller cakes because these are really good size cakes, folks. These are not like, oh, I think I, I would what I would say they're about. I don't know, eight inches, ten inches. I think. Um, the radius or. Well, not the radius, excuse me. Anyway, just it's about a 10 inch size cake, not eight or 10 inch size cake, I, I believe. 
uh, round cake, of course, but there's fruit in the middle or whatever ingredients. And then, of course, the the glaze that they put on it is literally poured, um, you know, on the cake so that it soaks through. And then the way that they wrap it and, and, and put it, prepare it and put it in the box and, and, and it's in foil and yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have it to understand. So, um, shout out to, um, Cecil rum cakes, but shout out to anybody that's actually making pound cakes. Uh, there's someone else that I, you know, I'm, there's another dessert, if you would, what, uh, cobbler, no matter what it is, apple, peach, um, others that are out there that I'm really interested in having a conversation with. And I'm trying to get someone on to talk about those cobblers. So that's hopefully going to be in the upcoming week two weeks possibly we'll see how that goes but um we're, we're still working on that we're, we're still working on that and hopefully it'll 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 come together uh, i'm looking forward to having that conversation um just like you know it's right now it's just with me and with you about pound cake but someone that is actually making like cobbler or a few other desserts having them tell the story uh, about it as well as behind you know cobbler is I think really important to talk about because just as much as pound cake is uh, an integral part of the African American community um, cobblers are also as well and again we'll talk about that at a later time um, I really hope you know, I could reach out to that person again and um, have an opportunity to invite them on the show. Um, but yeah, but happy Black History Month, folks. I hope you are finding restaurants that are black owned, that are, I don't know. It, Letting, giving you an opportunity to enjoy black food. I mean, throughout you know the Twin Cities, we're slowly, slowly seeing these pop up. Or if it's not an actual brick and mortar, there are businesses that are black owned. Support them, you know. Go out to them, um, support the the foods that they create, the the efforts that they're doing for the community. Like we learned what a couple of weeks ago with um, Chef um, J. Paul Johnson, he's out there feeding the community, and as an African American business owner, if you would, focused on you know feeding his community. Um, it's important for us to actually uh, support him, support them, support their efforts. And that's definitely what we want to do and, and continue to do. But, uh, you know, especially so much, 
it shouldn't just be just this one month. It really should be throughout the year. It's just that this month is, again, focusing more on the black experience. Some of it, not so good. And not even just talking about the overall, just about food. You know, the types of foods that are or were available for black folks over decades or were not available over decades. Let me put it, let me change that, that were not available. Situations that, you know, black folks were in did not always allow them to have, you know, access to the the foods that are uh, that are most nutritious Um but it served its purpose and it allowed them to survive so they'll carry on perhaps they'll make changes into those different types of foods that they were offering previously before or that they prepared and understanding okay well now we kind of need to switch things up because this is we want to live a healthier life and though it may not be taking away everything from out of and i'm just going to use it as an example uh no pound cake um still there might be some things that you could do to make it less because you i mean you don't have to make a whole, whole huge cake but maybe pound cake was probably a bad example. Maybe something like collard greens uh, or because well, some folks will put uh, I don't like the word uh, I love ham hocks or what they're going to put that in that put that in collard greens or beans or whatever but hog mogs I think is what it can be referred to as as well, but certain meats or certain items that would be used to further enhance the flavor of the greens, uh, but various other things as well. You know, you're changing it up or you're switching it up because you want to eat better, but it's an enjoyable time this month just to get out and to enjoy black food. Enjoy black people. Enjoy the culture. What What is being offered. But understanding the struggle. Having those type of uh, conversations. And yes, the civil portion you know are definitely difficult conversations as well but again this is a food show so again talking about the struggles of black and brown people or um, indigenous people or just people of color in general being so much at a at a level of not having the food that is truly accessible or should be accessible to them, the food equity that should be within the community in these community in these specific communities. Um, those are the type of conversations that we want to have. But if there are individuals that are 
in the community that are trying to make it so that food is accessible and healthy options definitely support them if you can and you know that's not me <laughs> trying to yeah I, I'm not trying to know what's in your pockets or, or anything because sometimes you can't and the only thing that you can do in supporting that business is to talk about them go there and maybe buy something you know it can't be a whole lot it may not be a whole lot others might have the ability to sit down and have five people at the table and full course for everybody whereas another person would go there can i just get a plate or something i gotta you know could go or whatever celebrate them in that manner and that's all it is you know that's what that's what this month is about you know understanding that um focusing on black folks focusing on the food specifically that they've created again having those conversations learning about the the stories the experiences that have brought that they have learned through that food and what a great experience and an opportunity for us because it's not just okay we're thinking of us african uh, you know african americans or whatever but what about you know other people of color you know that we're not used to i mean there's african cuisine uh, you know somali um food or or cuisine or ethiopian uh type of dishes and so forth that those are also ones as well that we should be you know showing our support and interest in and finding out the stories that you could find out from people i mean it's incredible and we should do more of it sometimes you learn so much more about an individual uh about their struggles simply by having a conversation of the type of foods that they have or have had um to prepare for their families um or that they have had to eat themselves that speaks to their what their story is or what their history has been I, I think that's so important and with you know this month we're what we're kind of in the middle of the month so you still have time um there are a number of weeks that are still available. I think we have a still what a couple of more weeks that we have available. You know, if you don't do something this weekend, at least take an opportunity to. Yeah, we've got about two. Well, yeah, two three weeks basically left. Um, take some time and enjoy. You know, the learning about maybe a new dish or you probably never have had from a, a black business black from within black culture and again that's all encompassing so i'm using you know black people or people of color specifically uh, very openly you know so that you can go to a number of these 
businesses and restaurants and find out, you know, that's almost like a, it's almost like a challenge. (laughs) So, yeah, I guess I want to challenge you to go out and find out. If you want to find out more about, um, you know, for instance, why, okay, why, what, what, are we doing for what do you do for black history month or or whatnot you actually have to go out into the community or to go to someplace a business a black owned business in this case a black owned restaurant or um restaurant that is it's also soul food or uh either one black owned business or restaurant that's doing your own food that is from the south or that is from the culture from a a perspective black person's culture or experience and find out sit down ask questions sometimes okay you probably don't want to say okay well hey I'd like to have this 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 and this oh can you tell me now explain to me what does what does this mean or what how do I eat this? No, that's not what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> uh, that seemed, that would come across a little bit as a bit condescending or something. And, and that's not what you want to do. Um, have a conversation with somebody, you know. And maybe take somebody that you probably thought, okay, well, I don't know. We've I've never had this before. Here's a friend. Can you... Let's talk about this and what we've, what we're eating, what we're having, and let them go through that, uh, sharing whatever their experience is with you, so that you get a better opportunity to understand what it means about certain foods to an African American person, or Afro Caribbean, or Afro Latino. Use this time. To get to know and understand about Black History Month. And those of us that are black could also probably help others. Or maybe not even help. But just express to them what it means to be black and appreciate it. Thank you all so much for tuning in this morning. And sharing my moments about pound cake. Until next time. (laughs) Peace. And taste it. Unbougie food day.